Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tens of millions of Americans packing up their cars and into airports in what some are calling revenge travel. What you need to know before you get on the road. Camp confusion, the CDC issues new guidance for masks and social distancing at summer camps. Will your child need to mask up? The complex new rules leaving some parents scratching their heads. Holiday chill, forget the beach. The new forecast tonight leaving much of the East Coast bundling up as the West Coast braces for record highs. Deadly arsenal. Police discover 25,000 rounds of ammunition, Molotov cocktails and other explosives in the home of the San Jose killer. Was he plotting an even bigger attack? The verdict is in. The breaking news tonight in the murder trial of the undocumented immigrant charged with killing college student Molly Tibbetts. Blocking the bill, Senate Republicans narrowly defeat a plan for a bipartisan commission investigating the January 6th insurrection and the new divide inside the GOP. Russian cyber attack. Hackers backed by Vladimir Putin target the U.S. government, nonprofits, and other organizations just weeks ahead of a meeting with President Biden. Western wildfire, an inferno in Arizona, torches homes, forcing hundreds to evacuate. What caused the blaze? And One Nation, 24 Notes. And a special tribute this Memorial Day, Steve Hartman on the road with Taps Across America. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us on a busy Friday. Nora is off. I'm Major Garrett. We're going to begin tonight with a Memorial Day weekend crush as tens of millions of Americans who've been locked down and masked up are finally celebrating their newfound freedom from coronavirus. 
After 14 months of near hibernation, the country appears ready, I mean really ready, for a real vacation, even if that means battling long lines or paying record gas prices. And for much of the East Coast tonight, it will also mean bundling up as record cold temperatures move in. Also tonight, ahead of this unofficial start of the summer, the CDC is issuing long-awaited guidance on how summer camps should handle the virus, releasing new recommendations for mask wearing and social distancing for children. These may lead, we say may lead, to more than a few unhappy campers. Well, there's a lot to get to tonight, and our team is standing by from the skies to the beaches and to that wild Memorial Day forecast. CBS's Errol Barnett is going to lead off our coverage tonight from Newark Liberty International Airport. Errol, good evening. Major, good evening. Tonight is projected to be United Airlines' busiest of the weekend here at its Newark hub. More than 22,000 people expected to move through, with just as many expected tomorrow. Meanwhile, across the country, millions of people are taken to the roads, and often for sentimental reasons. Americans putting the pandemic in the rearview mirror, but in front of them tonight, long lines and crushing crowds. The lines are really long. Coast to coast, a rude awakening for flyers hoping to rush through TSA screenings. More than 1.8 million packed airports yesterday alone, which could far exceed AAA's prediction of 2.5 million travelers for the entire holiday weekend. TSA adding thousands of offices to handle the summer surge. Feels real good to get out of town, get out of the zip code. Tonight, this Dallas flight delayed after striking a light pole. No injuries, just frustration. People have a lot of pent-up wanderlust. Robert Sinclair with AAA says many have waited more than a year to see family. They want to go places and uh, do things and see their family and friends. Uh, The so-called revenge travel is looking to be very, very popular. Is that what they're calling it? Revenge travel, yeah, I'm getting back at whoever. Revenge on the road, 34 million expected to hit the highway, even with gas prices at a seven-year high. We don't care about the traffic. We'll just go with the flow, and we're headed and having a good time. You can see the beautiful Rocky Mountains on the... This trip represents so much more. It's it's us reconnecting in a way. In Colorado, Eric Leopardi is driving with his girlfriend to Grand Teton. We're headed to a little campground there that's right by the lake. Top destinations including beaches, national parks, and sunny climates. We are 100% booked. Steve Tecco owns the Armada by the Sea Motel in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, and says the vacation area has reason to be optimistic. That means there's people buying ice cream, there's people on the boardwalk. Now, airlines are also doing what they can to calm unruly passengers. Tonight, Southwest announcing it will delay the resumption of alcohol service, which was suspended at the start of the pandemic. So many reasons patience is not just a virtue. This summer major, it may be a superpower. America on the move. Errol Barnett with the details. Thank you so much. Just as summer is kicking off tonight, the CDC is releasing new recommendations on how to protect campers from getting COVID-19. While half of American adults are fully vaccinated, most children are not. And that means millions will still be masking up. Here is CBS's Manuel Bajorquez. Tonight, the new guidance on summer camps is causing confusion. The CDC says camps are safe to reopen at full capacity without social distancing or masks if everyone is fully vaccinated. But children under 12 aren't eligible yet. The CDC is also saying everyone vaccinated and unvaccinated may consider masking indoors in areas where transmission is high, a conflict with the masking guidance released two weeks ago. Today, the president pushed for more people to get the shot. We have to reach those who are not vaccinated and make it as easy as possible for them to get protected. 
that protection wasn't there last summer when a surge of infections and deaths were believed to be linked to rowdy Memorial Day gatherings and some states' early reopenings. Miami Beach was largely closed last Memorial Day. This year, it's open. But Mayor Dan Gelber is concerned about putting too much faith in the honor system for unvaccinated visitors. The state of Florida uh, and the governor have not allowed us to check to see whether people are vaccinated. Uh, and that, of course, means that we just hope people are and we hope that they're not spreading the, the virus elsewhere. Dr. Eileen Marty says these are all encouraging signs of life returning to normal. But the virus won't stop looking for ways to spread. And Florida continues to lead the nation for more contagious COVID-19 variant cases. I am very concerned about people who are not vaccinated who think that because the rates are down, they're off the hook. They don't need to get vaccinated and they're not going to get sick. They're wrong. They could very well get sick. They could very well end up in the hospital. They could die. As more people hit the beaches, theme parks are also expecting to see crowds. And starting tomorrow, Universal Studios in Orlando says fully vaccinated people will not have to wear masks in lines or indoors. But the park will not require proof of vaccination. Major? Manuel Bohorquez, thank you. The Memorial Day weekend may mean sweaters instead of sunscreen for millions. Let's get the holiday forecast from CBS's Lonnie Quinn. Lonnie, what can you tell us? <laughs> You're right, Major. It's going to feel more like the kickoff to the fall season as opposed to the unofficial kickoff to summer. I mean, let's take a look at the radar picture right now, because here's the deal. Hey, we have rough weather in Texas. You have a line of rain anywhere from, let's say, like around Atlanta all the way up into the northeast. So you're going to get a wet situation tonight anywhere from portions of Georgia well up into New York State. It's wet tonight. It's cold tomorrow. Look at some of these numbers. Now, these are high temperatures. Worcester, Massachusetts tomorrow, 48 degrees. And it's not just being close to the ocean. You go well inland. Lexington, Kentucky is only 55 degrees for a high temperature. On Sunday, Philadelphia, I want to highlight your area. You've got a rainy Sunday. I think top to bottom Sunday you're dealing with rain, and it's only 57 degrees. Monday is going to be the day where you get the best weather for the northeast. Temperatures will be in the 70s, and the portion of a sun and cloud mix overhead. Big time heat. Look at this out west. You're kicking off a three-day heat wave. You've got 105 in Sacramento, 108 in Reading, that's a three-day span of 100-plus temperatures. So one extreme to the other, Major. It's all yours. Lonnie Quinn with the extremes. We thank you. Tonight, a chilling discovery. An extensive arsenal at the home of the man who shot and killed nine co-workers in San Jose, California. CBS's Lilia Luciano has the late details. Tonight, police have discovered a weapons stockpile at the home of Samuel Cassidy who killed nine of his co-workers at a San Jose rail yard this week. We do have current estimates, uh, somewhere near 25,000 rounds of ammunition. The Molotov cocktails were incendiary devices, and they've located approximately 17 of those. Police also found multiple cans of gasoline along with 12 firearms. They say the stove was set to trigger a fire. A pot was placed on the stove in the kitchen of the residence. Uh, investigators have determined that there was ammunition in that pot and as well as accelerants around the pot. At a vigil Thursday night, hundreds honored the victims. You'd always say, who's my favorite little girl? And I'd always respond, I'm your only little girl. (laughs) Authorities say this was clearly a planned attack, and they believe the suspect was prepared to take as many lives as he could if deputies hadn't stopped him. Major. Lily Luciano, thank you. 
Tonight, a guilty verdict in a murder case that became part of a bitter American political debate. The victim, a young Iowa woman who had been out jogging. The man now convicted, an undocumented farm worker. CBS's Adriana Diaz has closely followed this case. Christian Bahina Rivera guilty of the crime of murder in the first degree. The verdict came on the first full day of deliberations in a case that rocked the heartland. He knew where the body was, and uh, that was a big piece of the corroboration to his story. The disappearance of 20-year-old Molly Tibbetts, who was last seen on a jog in July of 2018, consumed the town of Brooklyn, Iowa. Surveillance video of Tibbetts and this black Malibu led investigators to Rivera. The arrest of Rivera, an undocumented dairy worker, became a lightning rod over illegal immigration. Rivera told investigators in 2018 that he followed Tibbetts, who he found attractive. And when she threatened to call police, he became angry and blacked out. Out, later finding her body in his trunk. He led police to her body in this cornfield. Your talent is God's gift to you. Molly Tibbetts captured the collective soul of America. People see in Molly their own daughters, their own girlfriend, their own sister. Prosecutors said Tibbetts' family is relieved. Now, first-degree murder carries a life sentence in Iowa. But Hannah Rivera, who on the stand said two masked men killed Tibbetts and put her body in his car, plans to appeal. Major? Adriana Diaz, thank you. At the Capitol today, Republican senators succeeded in blocking creation of a bipartisan panel to investigate the January 6th riot. Not even the mother of a Capitol officer who died after the assault could persuade enough Republicans to vote yes. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has more. Nearly five months after the attack on the Capitol, which Senate Republicans condemned at the time as an assault on democracy, many of those same senators today blocked the approval of a 9-11-style commission to investigate how it happened. The motion is not agreed to. I'm just terribly disappointed that so many Republicans refuse to even look at a bipartisan, down-the-middle look at it because they're afraid of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a, is, a, is a bane to our democracy. The former president has called for Republicans to kill the commission, which would have explored his role that day. The panel would have given both parties subpoena power and delivered a report by the end of the year. But it only got six of the ten GOP votes needed to proceed. One was Alaska's Lisa Murkowski, who said her colleagues were only thinking about re-election. Truth is hard stuff, but... We've got a responsibility to it. Many Republicans have since downplayed the events of January 6th, with some even claiming there was never an insurrection. And a day after lobbying GOP senators to back the commission, tonight, the mother of Brian Sicknick, the Capitol police officer who died after defending the Capitol on January 6th, called the GOP vote unbelievable. If they had a child that was hurt, was killed on, on, on a day like that, they would think very differently. And as the debate over January 6th was happening here in Washington, Congressman Matt Gates, who's under criminal investigation, was talking to a crowd in Florida where he appeared to say that the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, was intended to give the public the capability to wage an insurrection against the government, something he said he hopes never becomes necessary. Major. At the Capitol for us tonight, Chris Van Cleve. Thank you. Tonight, just weeks before President Biden's summit with Russia's Vladimir Putin, we're learning details of what appears to be a new Russian cyber attack. The targets were U.S. and foreign government agencies. CBS's Weijia Jiang reports from the White House. 
The group behind the brazen hack is known as Nobelium, linked to Vladimir Putin's intelligence unit and the mastermind of the historic SolarWinds cyber attack last year. This time, Microsoft said the hackers targeted approximately 3,000 individual accounts at more than 150 organizations using emails like this one that appear to be from the government agency USAID. The sender address even looked authentic. Today, the White House said the hack does not change the president's plan to meet with Putin in Switzerland in three weeks. President Biden sanctioned the Russians after the devastating solar winds attack, which spread to 18,000 government and private computer networks. But the hacks have continued. Cybersecurity expert Jim Lewis said Moscow wants to see how much it can get away with. The Russians don't seem interested in stopping it. That's why it's important. It's an informational warfare. And right now they have the upper hand. Tonight, Russia is dismissing allegations that it was involved in this hack, calling the claims abstract. The White House is downplaying the attack as basic phishing, but said federal cybersecurity officials are actively managing the incident. Major? Weijia Jane, thank you. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. In Arizona tonight, firefighters have managed to stop the advance of a fierce wildfire that cleared out a town of 2,000 people and destroyed more than a dozen homes. The fire in the copper mining town of Baghdad may have been sparked by an accident created by work from a road repair crew. Tonight, body cam video shows officers in Austin, Texas, rescuing the driver of a burning truck. They smashed a window, opened the door, and dragged the man away moments before the vehicle exploded. The man was treated for smoke inhalation. The officers were honored for their heroism. For a few precious moments last Memorial Day, a divided country came together to pay tribute to our fallen service members. CBS's Steve Hartman hopes this year's Taps Across America will be even bigger. Here is tonight on the road. Ten-year-old Caitlin Sanders of Ellicott City, Maryland, is hard at work. Practicing the 24 notes that will give this Memorial Day its resonance. Because if it sounds terrible, it's not going to connect as well. So. Well, I heard you, and it was a lot better than terrible. Thanks. Caitlin and her sister Lauren are returning participants in what we hope is becoming an American tradition. We started Taps Across America last year as a way to safely commemorate Memorial Day during the pandemic. And the response we got still gives me chills almost as much as the song itself. At precisely 3 o'clock, musicians from all 50 states played taps in what turned out to be one of the largest musical tributes of all time. Roughly 20,000 soloists, all playing in harmony. I was quite emotional when I saw the videos. Yari Villanueva is with Taps for Veterans and our partner in this wonder. How do you explain it? 
I think this comes from an underlying feeling of Americans wanting to, to, to be part of something bigger than they are. Yeah, I just decided that's what I need to do. Bob Drews of Mobile, Alabama, had never played an instrument before. But after seeing what happened last year, he felt compelled to take part this year. Now the work begins. He has been practicing every day, much to his family's chagrin. What'd you think of that? Yeah! <laughs> My granddaughter. So I have a house full of critics, but I'm still motivated because it means a lot to me. In a country too often divided, this is the call we all can answer. So if you play, whatever you play, please join us Monday for Taps Across America. Steve Hartman, CBS News, on the road. So a quick time check. That's 3 p.m. local time on Monday. Steve has all the information at cbsnews.com slash taps. Sunday on Face the Nation, TripAdvisor CEO Stephen Coffer, the YMCA's Kevin Washington, and Miami Police Chief Art Acevedo. If you can't watch the evening news live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett. Have a safe holiday weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.